0: So last night, uh, before I do my Wednesday live streams, I uh, I happened to catch Elon Musk uh, in a sit-down chit chat with the guy who did The West Wing, Aaron Sorkin, I think is his name. Um, but now he's also he looks much younger than I thought he did, and apparently he works at like at CNBC or something. Uh, anyway, um, oh wait, sorry, Aaron, no, Andrew. Sorry, that could happen to anybody. Andrew Ross Sorkin is his name. Deal Book. Uh, The Deal Book Summit Conference. It's from the New York Times. I don't know, they do some sort of a sit-down with, you know, bigwigs, muckety-mucks and such, tech uh, geniuses and uh, cultural magnates and the like. And uh, they... Uh, They had a whole bunch of guests, and one of them last night was Elon Musk. And so I watched the live stream of, uh, well, most of it. It ran over an hour, I believe. And I watched uh, virtually all of it, a little bit more than an hour of it. And um, the big story that everybody is focusing on, uh, it's seemingly, at least in my estimation, the story that's getting the most amount of coverage, because this is the way media operates, is... um, is the advertiser boycott of Twitter that occurred after uh, Elon Musk made a tweet uh, or responded to a tweet, and then uh, they were, he was accused of being an anti-Semite. And then, of course, he goes over to Israel, and everybody's like, oh, it's a PR, you know, cleanup campaign, all this other stuff. So I will play for you the clip from Musk that got all of the attention, um, and it got all of, uh, you know, so all of these... Uh, Legacy outlet people and the ones that are like you're destroying my Twitter, which was a censorship haven. Um, the, you, you got them that are uh, that are like, oh, I can't believe he's saying this. He's gonna he he doesn't care about advertising dollars and all this. Um, and then you've got the uh, I think they're called Musk Bras, Bras Musk Bra 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 whatever. I don't know. The B, was it B R, U A H or A H? I don't know. It's like it's like bro. But it's like I guess a surfer dude kind of bruh. I don't know, whatever. I prefer these are the these are the fanboys. These are the 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 lovers of Musk. Um, that does sound that yeah. That doesn't sound right. But I prefer uh, you know people like this. They're sort of like uh, throne sniffers, you know. So maybe more like a Musk huffer. Uh, that might be a better term for them. Just because Musk bruh bruh. Whatever. There's it, it, I'm unclear as to how to even pronounce it. So I'm going to go with Musk Huffers. And these are the folks that then flooded onto uh, Twitter, what he calls X now. Um, and uh, they were like, go Elon, go or something. And they got that to trend. And they were all very excited that Elon Musk said what he said about the advertisers. And um, you got to know, remember, the backdrop here is that you had uh, particularly Disney pull its advertising off of Twitter, and they made a big show about it because Elon Musk made a tweet. He responded to a tweet, actually, and he addresses this as well. Um, and you can tell that um, it it hacked him off. It hacked him off that here he is, you know, on his Twitter X machine and, uh, oh, 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 you know what? I should start calling it X Twitter. Why did not I think of this before? X twitter That makes way more sense. All right, so he, he goes on to X twitter and he makes a comment uh, in, in regards to, um, you know, hey, maybe you shouldn't fund uh, organizations that are trying to exterminate you as a people, you know. Uh, and then people are like, oh, he's an anti-Semite, which is hilarious, because for a very long time, people thought he was Jewish, because his name is Elon. So um, I remember those uh, accusations and people making all sorts of uh, comments and... Uh, and you know smears against him for years and years and years so uh, he's at this uh, he's at this uh, uh, conference and here is how it started this is a question about uh, the advertiser boycott and it comes from uh, Andrew Ross Sorkin
1: leaving we talked to Bob Iger I hope today. they stop you hope
2: uh, don't advertise you don't want them to advertise no what do you mean if, if somebody's gonna try to blackmail me with advertising blackmail me with money Go yourself. But go yourself. Is that clear? I hope it is. Hey, Bob, if you're in the audience.
0: That is a reference there to Disney chief executive Bob Iger, which I don't even know if he was in the audience or not. Um, But then he continues. Well, let me ask you then.
2: That's how I feel. Don't advertise.
1: How do you think then about the economics of, of X? If, 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 if part of the underlying model, at least today, and maybe it needs to shift, maybe the answer is it needs to shift away from advertising. Um, if, if you believe that this is the one part of your business where you will be beholden to those who uh, have this view, G- what do you do? F Y. I, I understand that, but there's a reality too, <laughs> right? Yes, no, no. I,
2: I, I mean, Linda no, Yacarino's right here and she's got to sell advertising. I, I, absolutely, so, um, no, no, totally, totally. So, so, no, no. Actually, what, what this advertising boycott is, uh, is, is gonna do, it's, it's gonna kill the company. And do you think that the company? And the whole world will know that those advertisers killed the company, and we will document it in great detail. But there
1: are, those advertisers, I imagine, are going to say, they're going to say, we didn't kill the company. Oh, yeah? They're going to say. Tell it to, tell to Earth. But they're going to say, Elon, that you killed the company because you said these things and that they were inappropriate things and that they didn't feel comfortable on the platform, right? And that's that's and, what and they're going to say.
2: And let's see how Earth responds to that.
1: So, yeah, okay, this, then this goes back to. We'll, the, me, we'll both make our cases,
2: right? And we'll see what the outcome is.
1: What are the economics of that for you? I mean, you you have enormous resources, so you can actually keep this company going for a very long time. Would you keep it going for a long time if there was no advertising?
2: I mean, if the company fails because of an ad- advertiser boycott, it will fail because of an ad- advertised boycott, and that will be what bankrupt the company, and that's what everybody on earth will know. But what do you
1: think, then, of the I, This goes back to the idea to of trust, though. Then and it'll I, be gone, and it'll be gone because of an advertised boycott. But, but you recognize that some of those people are going to say that they didn't feel comfortable on the platform. And I, I, wonder, I just wonder and ask you and think about that for Tell a second. Tell it to the judge. But the, but the judge is going to be... The uh, judge uh, is the public. And you think that the public is going to say that, that Disney is making a mistake? Yes. And they're going to boycott Disney? They already are. Well, there, there are some that are for, for, for lots of different reasons, but you think that this is going to, that you have the, this goes to
0: actually the interesting of, of,
2: of power saying, and leverage. Let the chips fall where they may. Let the chips fall where they may.
0: Okay. I like Elon Musk a little bit, you know, I like the, uh, look, I mean, the guy's got so much money, that's what you call the bleep you money, you know, and what's the point of having that kind of money, and the bleep you money, if you don't ever say bleep you to anybody, so, like, I get all of that, and uh, I like the fact that um, that um he is curious about things, and he, he pushes and breaks things, and uh, disruptor, like, all of that, but, like, there's a little bit of him that's that 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 does kind of like from a like a superhero comic book or a movie perspective he does kind of sound like a villain you know <laughs> just says <laughs> stuff like that um and I'm not like I said. I like him. Uh, it's just some of some of the delivery there is a bit off a little bit. I think he's on the he's on the uh, on the spectrum a little bit. And um, and so the way this was not a good format. I don't think either. And Aaron Ross Sorkin starts every single question with "Let me just ask this question," and he kept interrupting Musk. And Musk has this sort of halting, deliberative, thoughtful pace to his uh, to his speaking, and it's so they just talked over each other quite a bit. But. Um, Look, he's he, he's making the argument that if you're going to pull advertising because I said something on Twitter, then that's on you. And then you don't get to complain that Twitter no longer is a vehicle because he says later on, there is no other platform. I was not aware of this, but apparently there is no other platform where people share more links than Twitter. It, it like on every metric regarding sharing of links twitter is the or x is the x twitter sorry x twitter is the tops i saw dave i think his name was david on the line he could not stay on the line but uh, i think he was going to say something about this opens it up for more advertisers you know with this boycott of twitter and uh, yeah that's true in fact the babylon b announced today uh, after these comments that they were doubling their advertising on twitter or x x twitter uh, from a quarter million up to five hundred thousand, half a million. So they doubled their their ad spend uh, as a sign of support, but also um, you know to to help the company. But um, Bob Iger from Disney, he also appeared at this DealBook Summit conference, and he said, "Quote: Quality needs attention to deliver quality. It doesn't happen by accident. And quantity, in our case, diluted quality." And Marvel, the all the blockbuster movies and stuff, um, until recently at least, um, they have suffered greatly from that. He says, uh, my number one priority is to help the studio turn around creatively. Um, He said that Disney had diluted the caliber of films because they had too many sequels. Um, There has to be a good reason to make them. Quote, Often, the story is not as strong as the original story. That can be a problem. But it just has to have a reason. You have to have a reason to make it beyond commerce. There has to be an artistic reason to make it, and we've made too many. He said, they should only greenlight sequels they believe are worth telling. That's from the head of Disney, which is boycotting Twitter, or X, right? Um... This is described, the, the Elon Musk comments and interview was described by the LA Times as a lengthy, meandering interview displaying sides of Musk from combative and smug to philosophical and contemplative. He apologized for a tweet that he made earlier this month that appeared to publicly endorse a notorious anti-Semitic conspiracy theory blaming Jewish people for promoting immigration to disempower white Americans. Okay, so this was the um, this was the tweet that quote got him in trouble, and you know the knives came out for Musk a while ago, and uh, you know I mean think about it this is the guy who created Tesla, the uh, electric vehicle company. This, you would think, would have endeared him, and for a long time it actually did, endeared him to leftists and environmentalists and Democrats and media, but I repeat myself. And so what happened? Well, what happened was he came in and took over Twitter, and he wanted it to be a free speech platform. And there were a lot of people of the left that are not interested in that. They were very happy, thank you very much, censoring and and throttling accounts that were promoting things with which the left did not agree. And Musk did not think Musk is more of a classical liberal. And that put him at odds with the more progressive elements on the left. So what what is Musk's response to uh, this uh, accusation of anti-Semitism? We'll, we'll take a listen to his answer on that. But I think the biggest story from this uh, chat was AI and He said some stuff last night that has me very, very concerned about what we don't know that has been going on for like the last two weeks or so inside the AI world. All right. Do the current world events have you wondering whether we are teetering on the edge of catastrophe? Are you concerned it's going to reach our shores? Okay. So what are you doing about your concerns? Let me help. Carolina Readiness Supply. camping and hiking supplies even because being prepared is just smart. Carolina Readiness Supply has 2000 square feet of supplies and educational materials that you'll need for any kind of emergency in Waynesville and always at carolinareadiness.com. Veteran-owned Carolina Readiness Supply. Will you be ready when the lights go out? By the way, at the uh at Musk's chat last night, uh Sorkin, the host, referred to them as a tweet. Referred to tweets, and Musk corrected him, and said "post." And then he turned to the audience and he said, "If you have, if anybody has any better I- uh, ideas on what to call it, I- I'm open to suggestions." <laughs> so I was like, "Oh, okay." So sounds like y'all didn't think that through very well before you rebranded it to X, which, yes, by the way, was the original name that he had come up with for PayPal. He was one of the founders of PayPal. Um, he wanted to call it X, and everybody was like, "No, that's stupid." Um, unfortunately, he got a lot more money and power, and then he got Twitter, and then he called it X. Anyway, um, so he also commented, and this was, to me, this was the, the, the biggest... Oh, hang on a second. Hang on. If you want to send an email, it's Pete at the Pete Show dot com, and I have a mail here from John who says the problem with Disney is when they decided to go full social warrior. A few years ago, the vice president of whatever mandated that every Disney film have a gay character, whether it played into the plot or not. If you saw The Jungle Book with Dwayne Johnson, it was a good movie, but the lead's brother had to be gay. And they even had a five-minute scene where he sat there explaining it or whatever. It had absolutely nothing to do with the movie or moving the plot along, the Buzz Lightyear movie had to have a gay character too. Things like that is why people just have given up on Disney. Right. So they they are trying to advance social change through their product line. That's, it's a mission of Disney. And if you don't agree with all of the changes that they want to see adopted in society at large, then you're going to not want to consume the product. So that's a choice that they have made. Yeah. Um, no, on the other hand, they would argue we want people to be more accepting of gay people, so let's put them in the movies, so gay people, gay kids will see themselves reflected in the movies. That's their argument. Um, and I'll come back to the anti-Semitism thing uh, in, in a minute, but um, I want to I want to make sure I get to all of his comments on the um, on the AI issue. So. OpenAI is a company. He co-founded this OpenAI company. They're the ones building ChatGPT, um, where you know you go in there and you say, "Hey, ChatGPT, give me you know 500 words on some topic," and then it just kind of it, it just does, does this machine learning and it just kind of keeps learning and it teaches itself, and then it's supposed to have been open source. And, appa- and there was a big shakeup. They fired the CEO, uh, this guy named Altman, and. And it raised a lot of concerns, because nobody's saying why they fired the guy. And one of the people that fired him is a friend of Elon Musk's. And, well, I'll just let him tell it. First off, um, he is asked about um, uh, the open AI issue. Um, Oh, but before that, uh, he was asked about um, the release of the new Cybertruck, the Tesla Cybertruck or whatever that's coming out, electric pickup truck. And uh, all of his work, you know, trying to save the world and the planet with the electric vehicles and all of this. And it relates to the advertising dust up as well. I'm saying
2: I'm saying what I I care about is the the reality of goodness, not the perception of it. And what I see all over the place is people who care about looking good
0: while doing evil. F*** them. okay. Right. So that's his uh, philosophy in a nutshell. And look that I agree with that. You got a lot of people that wanna look like they're doing good, but are actually not doing good. All right, so this gets us now into the open AI. Um, and so, well, here's how it started, I guess.
2: It's going for uh, wait, hang on a second, this is it. The whole arc of open AI, frankly, is a little troubling because the, the, the reason for starting open AI was to create a, counter, a counterweight to uh, Google Google and DeepMind, which at the time had two thirds of all AI talent and basically infinite money and in compute. And there was, no, there was no counterweight. It was a unipolar world. And Larry and Paige and I used to be very close friends, and I would stay at his house, and I would talk to Larry into the late hours of the night about AI safety. Um, and it became apparent to me that Larry did not care about AI safety. Um, I think perhaps the thing that gave it away was when he called me a speciest uh, for being <laughs> pro-humanity. Um, species. As in, you know, like a racist, right. but for species. Um, so I'm like, wait a second, uh, what side are you on, Larry? Um, and, and then I'm like, okay, listen, this guy's calling me a speciesist. He doesn't care about AI safety. Um, we've got to have some counterpoint here because this seems like we could be, this is, this, this is no good. So OpenAI was actually started and it was meant to be open source uh, I named it uh, OpenAI um, after open source um it is in fact closed source super close it should be it should be named, renamed super closed Source for maximum profit AI um, <laughs> 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 so because this is what it actually is <laughs> I mean fate loves irony
0: fate loves irony. he played a big role in persuading ilya sutskiver i don 't know how to pronounce this sutskiver Sutskiver. Um, to join OpenAI as a Chief Scientist in 2015. And um, Elon believes that Ilya saw something that scared him so much that it blew up the management and leadership of OpenAI. What that was remains a mystery, though.
2: It's gone from an open source uh, foundation a five one two three to suddenly it's like a ninety billion dollar for profit corporation with closed source. So I don't know how you go from here to there, but that seems like a I don't know how you get I don't know if is this legal?
0: <laughs> I'm so, like, legal. so so as you
2: saw Sam Altman get ousted
1: yeah. by somebody you know, Ilya, and Ilya was somebody was a friend of yours. Yes. You brought him there. Uh, your relationship with Larry Page effectively broke down over you recruiting him away I think. That's
2: correct, that was the fight, that was the Larry refused to be friends with me after I
1: recruited Ilya. And so here's Ilya apparently saying something is
2: very wrong. I think we should be concerned about this because I think Ilya actually has a strong moral compass. Um, He thinks about, you know, he he really sweats it over questions of what is right. Um, And if Ilya felt strongly enough to want to, you know, fire Sam. Well, I think the world should know what was that reason. Have you talked to him? I've reached out, but he, he doesn't want to talk to anyone. Have you talked to other people behind the scenes? Is this all happening? I've talked to a lot of people. As n- Nobody, I've not found anyone who knows why. Have, have you? I think we are all still trying to find out. I mean, look, one of two things is is either it was a serious thing and we should know what it is or it was not a serious thing. and, And then the board should resign.
0: Right. Either it was serious. We should know or it wasn't serious. And the whole board should resign. Now, apparently, Ilya is not around anymore and has backtracked and said, I deeply regret my participation in the board's actions to fire Sam Altman. The CEO, and Sam Altman is now back in, so they have reversed course on this. So, what exactly is going on over at OpenAI? And there's a reason that all of this matters so much. Musk will explain why. Like this is existential threat kind of stuff. Alrighty, so OpenAI's mission is to develop artificial general intelligence and ensure that it quote benefits all of humanity. All right, that was its mission. Um. Artificial general intelligence or AGI, it refers to a system that can match humans when faced with an unfamiliar task. Okay? Te- teaching it to do something and it just keeps doing it over and over and over again, that's not really it. It's, does it have the ability to learn and then when presented with some unfamiliar task to draw upon the learning and then find solutions? And you know me, I'm all about solutions. All right. So, open AI's got a weird corporate structure put a non board higher than the capped profit company so that allows the board to fire the ceo for example in this case the guy's name is sam altman elon musk was asked about this guy sam altman what does he think about him um because altman had just been fired but then brought back on
2: i have mixed feelings about sam i i do um you know the the ring of power you know can corrupt um, and this is the ring of power so you know I don't know I think I want to know why Elia felt so strongly as Safari fire Sam this sounds like a serious thing I don't, I don't think it was trivial and I'm quite concerned that this that there's some you know dangerous element of AI that they've They've created. discovered. Yes. You think they've discovered something? That'll be my
0: guess. A dangerous element of AI that they discovered. And it's so scared Ilya, who has the quote moral compass that Musk wants and Musk uh, 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 he likes, he approves of, that Ilya fired Sam. But then backtracked. Sam is now back. And they've reconstituted the board. And it's got everybody wondering what exactly just happened. So uh, last, uh, last clip here from Musk.
2: I mean, on the AI front, I'm in somewhat of a quandary here because um, I've thought AI could be something that would change the world in, in a significant way since I was in college, I mean, like 30 years ago. Now, um, so the reason I didn't go build AI f- f- right from the get-go was because I, I was uncertain about which, which edge of the double-edged sword was, would be sharper, the good edge or the bad edge. So I held off on doing anything on AI. I could have created, I think, the leading AI company, and kind of OpenAI actually kind of is that, um, because I was just uncertain if you make this magic genie, what will happen? Um, you know, whereas I think building sustainable energy technology is much more of a single-edged sword that is single-edged good. Making life multiplanetary, I think, single-edged good. Um, you know, Starlink mostly single-edged good. I mean, giving people better connectivity to people that you know don't don't have connectivity or it's too expensive, I think is very you know a, a, a very much a good thing. Um, Starlink was instrumental, by the way, in halting the Russian advance, uh, and the Ukrainians said so. Um, so, you know, I think there's. But with AI, you you've got the magic genie problem um you may think you want a magic genie but, that, but once you, that genie's out of the bottle it's hard to say what happens
1: how now, far are we away from that genie being out of the bottle you think we think it's already out
2: when the genie is certainly poking its head out
0: that's kind of disturbing not feeling so great about it all right yeah let's just do some news